What's your name and what's your game? Uh, hey, so I'm Rokas. I've developed this game, Sika to Live. And this is kind of like a tiny puzzle game. It's like a reduced version of, like, imagine you have these old school roguelikes. So it's not a roguelike at all. But in the roguelikes, you encounter these uh, skeletons or monsters within the corners. And then you have this tactical combat. You have to decide what to do while within some corner of a dungeon. So I wanted to reduce the, that experience where you have this tactical gameplay throughout the entire game. So there's no filler where you have to explore the dungeon or find some items somewhere, a key to open the doors, whatever. Uh, so I just wanted to reduce it. And so I took a 3x3 three three grid and added some monsters which all behave in a very specific way, all deterministic. So you can figure out how to solve the puzzles just in a... So every move counts, essentially. So you do something, you have to think about it. Do I want to do that or I don't? Cool. Do you would you say it was more inspired by puzzle games or the roguelikes? Uh, so it's hard to say. Like it wasn't inspired by anything. I started oh, yeah. initially. It was you just pulled two ideas out of a hat and <laughs> had to make it in a game jam. Is that how it started? It was like you know the initial. Uh, everyone says reduce your scope. Like uh, yeah. the general idea is like, like for new indie developers to reduce the scope or make Pong something simpler than Pong, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so I thought I would make roguelike, like an old school roguelike. So I had these graphics, like tiny minimal graphics icons and all procedural generations, field of view, everything fancy. But it turns out that it took a lot of time just working on those features, which weren't really gameplay. It was all just something people expected already. They wanted like how to, to get ASCII to look right. Exactly, yeah. Uh, so it was actually a mode in between. I could toggle between them and it took me like a month to do. So I just decided it was too much for me. I wanted just the gameplay itself, so I just reduced it to a 3x3 three three grid, and it became a puzzle game. So it was a roguelike, but it became a puzzle game. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So what, um, uh, so what made you want to release on as many platforms uh, as you're going to? Yeah, so initially I started development on C++. It was this, this uh, framework, SDL2 which has all of this cross-platform stuff where you can do anything. And I love C++. It's, yeah. It has, gives you full control over everything. I, I prefer it, too. It's to the point where losing macros exactly. is terrifying. Yeah. It's, it's like you, you feel the control. You, you have the memory. It's up to you. Yeah. Do whatever you want. Uh, so I was doing it, and when I was writing the gameplay, everything's perfect. But then when I wanted to move to something like uh, porting stuff, like you have to deal with Google API to have Java hooks to make it work on Android, and then iOS also has its own thing for supporting C++. It's not fun nor easy work, and for a single person, it, it was just too much for me. So I wanted to find an engine, but I didn't like Unity because it's all the bloatware. Uh, that's what I'm considering it. Yeah. And uh, there's this new engine called Godot. Like it's it's open source, and I'm not paid by them. But I'm saying yeah. it, they have the C++ backend, which if you want to, you can use it. But they have also a Python-like scripting language, which. Oh, okay. So okay. Yeah. So essentially, if you want to, you can dig into the C++, but you don't have to. So I just use that, and uh, it turns out it's very easy to just release it on Androids, iOS, everything. I just, like, within the first day, I had this scaling uh, Windows and porting it to Androids. I could play it on my phone just the first day. It was amazing. So all the, all the puzzle logics then, is the puzzle logic then done in C++, or is that, so it's is in that the, Python, Python. their scripting? Yeah. 
so I'm still getting used to the language itself. I'm still afraid to dig into the C++ because I know I'll have to recompile the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. So I get. I, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of those kind of like third-party DLLs. Yeah, like yeah. I'd rather have you shove it all into like exactly. an H file, like. Like Rapid JSON, for instance, is very easy to yeah. work with because you can just throw it into whatever project, and um, uh, yeah, the and it's not it's not like impossible, but it's just not what you want to be doing. Yeah, I, and I guess like the main change was like when you're working in C plus plus and you're recompiling everything, you get used to like seven seconds of compiling. Yeah, 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 yeah. and that's fine. Like and you the, can code around that, and yeah, yeah. and as the minimal of change and it yeah. depends on how you link it with headers and everything it's it's, it's yeah. up to you essentially but seven seconds was like the average that i got uh and then when i changed it to goda it had the, the scripting language which is interpreted like you don't need to compile it so it became from seven seconds to like two seconds launch time and that was huge for me oh yeah yeah that's a, especially like, in that kind of iterative like yeah. you have something like 40 levels right so yeah, it's yeah. like and you rerun it every single yeah it's you need it fast. Um, so where did you hear about Godot? I just, I don't know. Like somewhere in the internet, I think it was in a game dev forum somewhere. Like someone just mentioned it. I thought I'd, I tried many engines before. Like I tried Unity even. But it, I, for the pixel, so I'm doing a pixel art. It's all, it, the scaling has to be perfect. And when it moves, I don't want any artifacts, anything. It has to be pixel perfect. Of course, I do post-processing, but that's optional. Yeah. Uh, so, in so, the, so the imperfectness is your your fault, not. <laughs> like, what, it is. Yeah. Like it's possible, you know. I, I yeah. managed to achieve it, but it yeah. like took me much more time than it did while doing it in C or Godot. Yeah, and I mean, I think a lot of people get get caught up on like what what is the best solution yeah, it when matter. it's really what is the best solution for your team situation exactly. and. And skill sets. Yeah, so. Tools for the problem in yeah. generic. Yeah. Um, so, so you're coming out on Steam, I assume. Uh, that's the goal. So it, it, it still costs money. So the primary front is I'm going to put it on itch.io, yeah. which is going to be in May or so. May 19th is the optimal goal. Like I don't know what's going to happen, but yeah. that's what I'm working towards essentially. Yeah. I mean, it won't be the first time a question bus guest has said a release date that was not true so don't worry about it I've already made it public so it's it has to be yeah, that it's, not, it's written in forever now <laughs> exactly so. Uh, so yeah itch.io steam uh, android I'm not sure about iOS because their process is a little bit slower and I'm not really familiar about the and you're going to try and do them all as close to each other as possible yeah so at least like uh, steam itch.io and android the same day and uh, oh, Linux, right? Oh yeah, shout out to Linux. <laughs> shout out. Yeah, all five of you guys. Yeah, well, they're the most vocal five. <laughs> so <laughs> they're really happy about it. Yeah, right? like whenever they see a game, they appreciate it. They leave yeah. a comment. Like and also like I mean, there's certain bundles, let's say, bundles. that want you on Linux yeah. to be part of their bundle. So it's Not aware. So. You would either have to pay somebody to do it or do it yourself anyway, so right. having Linux is not necessarily all about people buying it on Linux. Yeah. People can, you're then on the Linux store, they might buy it and play it on Windows, Sure. right? So there's lots of, 
like it, it kind of gets you more availability. Um, no, but it's kind of cool still that it support everything. So the person, whoever's playing, like the, the player, can use whatever they want and still play the game. Like they don't have to, oh, I have to reboot my computer into a different OS. Yeah, just they don't even need to go to their computer. They can just pull out their phone <laughs> and get it there. They could be downloading it right now, theoretically, yeah, as they listen to it. Um, so what's... what's I, like, I feel like the game's very solid, but like, what's kind of your marketing plan? Uh, well, if any <laughs> marketing <laughs> yeah that's pretty good no I don't really have a marketing plan the best I got is essentially posting things on Twitter okay and that's good enough I mean people yeah. interact with it they give suggestions and like there's some feedback and uh, like I, I'm not expecting much I don't, don't yeah. want to do a huge PR or whatever on test benches somewhere just people walking <laughs> or seeing a fancy sign like I yeah. don't care like if five people find it randomly yeah. and they just enjoy the game thoroughly, yeah. that's, I've achieved what I want. Yeah. yeah. So no trailer? Or like what's the plan for the trailer? Not yet. There has to be a trailer, but I mean 30 seconds, I can. I think I can make it just out of the gameplay. Yeah. Like I hated when in, you open up a trailer, you sat, sit through two minutes of it and you know the story, but you have no idea what's the gameplay. Yeah, especially in like, because... If you don't have, like, unless you're, like, a huge smash, you're kind of just randomly showing up on people's discovery yeah. queues on Steam or even on Twitter and stuff like that. So it's kind of nice to be able to to get kind of the what the game across, which is pretty easy for your game. Like, sure, yeah. you see the 3x3 three three grid, you see the move, like, you see them push something. It's yeah. pretty much, like, well, you, get, you know what you're getting played into. something yeah. before, like, yeah. yeah. Um, so... Yeah, thanks for being on the question bus. Is there anything else you want to plug? Oh, no, that's... Thanks for having me, I guess. This is kind of so a... So you don't have a, a Twitter account or anything? Is, is that the point where I'd advertise it then? Yes, yeah. do follow me. Click, like, subscribe, and all that. But what are the accounts? Uh, what is it? It's just... It's really hard to say, like, vocally doesn't make sense, but... Okay, it's, okay spell it out then. <laughs> It's Rokasvo, so it's R-O-K-A-S-V-O on Twitter, and kind of this, I think it's the same on Tumblr, and those are the primary friends okay. that I use. Any Instagram? Uh, no, I don't use it. Okay, and it's Snap kind of weird Snapchat? No, no. Do you use any of these for? I mean, I use. Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at @kiermeyer. I mean, you yourself. I mean, sure. I post. I post any images. Well. I mean, here's the thing. What's this podcast? Like, this podcast might help me sell a game. Okay. A funny image might get somebody to follow me. Like, I, I post games on Snapchat. Like, I went yeah. to the uh, Digital Art Museum in Zurich, sure. and I posted the stuff there on my Snapchat. Like, it's, I don't know. People but I, like Twitter it. is my personal yeah, yeah. for getting stuff about my game out there. It's 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 the best. So I kind of um, like it consistent. Like, when people mix stuff like they do games and some politics on the side like it's uh. Uh, yeah I mean it's it's uh, for me it's I think uh, the personal aspect could be something that would theoretically connect oh, sure. to so, people and, and for me like I kind of like the person like I like to see my favorite game developer like what kind of music they like okay. just because it's like a weird kind of you, you kind of isn't maybe not what you expect? No, that's so fine. So it's kind of like... As long yeah. as the ratio, I mean, is fine. Yeah, yeah. You I don't mean, yeah. post music yeah. links every yeah. 80% of the time. Yeah, it's yeah. Fine. Yeah, having the balance, I think, is good, especially because so much of it's yeah. lost in, in time and stuff like that. Like, I, And I guess I can mention that you can actually play the game like there's a demo. 
Uh, it's on HIO, and you can find the link through Twitter. It's going to be the easiest, I guess. Yeah, or that's great. And the name of the game again. Name of the name is Seek Etilip. How do you spell it's that? It's a very tough name, yeah. Uh, so Seek, I'm sure you know how to spell Seek. Like Seek is in fine, not Search. Seek is in the religion. Yeah, exactly. This is Seek religion? Yeah. Oh, as in, yeah, with the Q, right? I, I don't know how I, it's I spelled. So, yeah. <laughs> And the second word is etiliv, which is E-T-Y-L-I-V, I think. That's okay, my why, best why guess. Do you, what is it? Does it mean something in another It's language? like uh, an anagram of a word in, uh, in Lithuanian. So I'm oh. Lithuanian. Oh, okay. But I live in London, yeah, but it's essentially just a fancy meaning for hope. Like the whole, the whole story in the game is based that you're, uh, you're thrown into a dungeon and you where everybody dies and you need some hope to get out. Mm. So in between the levels, you get these glimpses of the story of what, what's happening like, through your mind. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks, and I hope you have a good rest of the show. Oh, thanks for having me. It's amazing. Yeah.